Hey guys, welcome to the Not So Famous Podcast. My name's Gabriel. And I'm Jeremiah. All right, so we have a new name for the podcast Podcast now, Not So Famous Podcast. I like it because we're not famous at all. And probably will never be. Never be, but that's all right because <laughs> we're not so famous. I think it fits better. I like it. I like it a lot better. Sounds good. So, uh, so Jay, what, what's going on in the wild, wild world of sports? Oh, what in the wild, wild world of sports is going on here? <laughs> um, okay, so um, there is a lot of topics to cover, a lot. And <clears throat> one of those topics is I would like to discuss proper arguing. Like how to argue with someone. I already know what it's going to go to. <laughs> so I have had this conversation um, twice. Okay. In the past month, I have had two Facebook arguments. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't use the word argument in the sense of um, like you like just like berating someone, not that type of argument. Like it's used commonly, but rather like using it in a way that where you're talking about arguing a point and making, you know, you're making your points, someone counters your points. Um, and then you make your point, you know, this back and forth conversation, but you also deal with the arguments that they're, Putting forth, right? It's not just you say A, they say B, and you just keep saying A, and they just keep saying B. There's never actually dealing with A or dealing with B, right, from the opposing view. Mm. So I want to get your thoughts on proper arguing. What are your thoughts? No, I, I understand because I've, I've, uh, I've read, I've read it all. <laughs> the argument uh and no i, I perfectly agree because reading through it you have you know you who's presenting the points and the other person's just skirting around everything and going after other things that doesn't pertain to what you were talking about mm-hmm. and it's just like you you need to focus on what what jay is saying like he's talking about a don't go to d because d doesn't pertain to what he was talking about with a right and I I find that to be a really obnoxious because you never get down to the root cause of the argument. In the end, there's not it's never going to be resolved. You're not going to leave going, like you know, uh, satisfied. You're not going to leave like an impression on them. Maybe like leave them questioning about something, mm. or maybe you're not going to leave <clears throat> questioning something. You know, and it's just this stupid fight that's just taking place that there's no winner right right and so that's <clears throat> that's really what i have a i have a problem with um because there in both the arguments i had i would make a a point and instead of dealing with that point they would move on to a different point and to me <clears throat> What that says is I can't respond to that because I'm an idiot and I don't have enough. I can't, I either don't have enough information or I'm too lazy to go actually do any more research or three. That would mean I, because I can't, I, 
maybe I have done research and I know that the point is actually true and I just want to reject it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I just, so to me, simple, if, if you're going to argue with someone, deal with the actual points that are being made. Don't go off and try to, because that doesn't help. It, <clears throat> you're not smart when you do that. You're not, um, you're, to me, you're showing your ignorance rather than actually showing that you can, you can hold your own in a, in a conversation. Mm-hmm. So tell, tell me how you really feel. Jay. Yeah. It, <laughs> I know it really bugged you. <clears throat> it really bugged me because, um, things were being, um, like things were being said. Um, and, or things were being written because you can't say anything over Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it kept getting away from the core issue that was being talked about, right? In both cases. Um, in the one, there was a very simple premise, right? Um, and my argument was um, to one effect, because I don't want to give get into the actual argument because that's actually a topic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and so that was, but it kept going to this whole other realm, right? Instead of dealing with what was being talked about, the whole, it became more of a, well, I believe, I feel this, right? Instead of actually making a case. And actually in my last post, I said that. I said this has become more of a, I, I believe, and you can't judge rather than actually dealing with the implications of someone's thought, mm-hmm. right? And someone's argument. Well, there's, there's, there's no evidence with them. It's just, I, I, I just believe that way. Okay, why? I just believe it. Right. So can you give a reason why? No, I just believe it. I just, that's just the way it is. All right, well, <laughs> you're not supporting your case. Right. And seeing seeing that, it's just like you present your side A, and you're expecting an ant re, uh, a remark back about, you know, uh, statement A, but then they make, you know, statement B, and then you're like, no, no, come back to A, and then they make statement C, and you're like, no, 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 we're focusing on statement A. We go back, and it's statement mm-hmm. D, and you're like, oh, my gosh. And now it's like a whole train of just different topics and discussions. And you're like, we need to just go back to the very first comment. Right. And the very first thing, I don't know, just reading it was just like annoying me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and yeah. And, and the second one, um, or actually it was the first conversation I was having. It was a part of it was, going you know you needed to go more and more Mm -hmm. into the subject um to fully vet the subject because it was such a vat like this the subject that in the in the recent one was a very simple one um is something yes or no right there isn't a lot of underneath it was just a yes or no question a true or false is what it was and so you can make your case, but what everyone was trying to do is move the conversation to something else, 
right? They wouldn't deal with what it was because the reality is the statement was false that was being presented. And that's what I was arguing that the statement was false. And, um, but the conversation kept moving in the first argument, it, you did have to go more in depth into things because it was an actually deeper, um, a wider question. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you did have to get deeper into it. But the problem with that argument is at the very end, at the very end, and I didn't even answer this post because it was so ridiculous to me. The very end, I go through this whole thing, right? And I'm talking pages of writing, okay? Because this, is, this was theological. So I was writing pages of answers. Um, I probably have like eight or nine pages. Um, yeah, of <laughs> answers, right? And in-depth answers. We're not, we're not talking about like, you know, little sentences, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like getting into Greek and Hebrew and um, history and all these different things to prove a point, right? At the very end, this person goes, so what do you believe? And I'm like, have you not read the things I've said? Like my stance is very clear what I'm saying. And you go, what do you, what then you believe? What he wanted was me to put myself into a particular thought, like a particular category. So he could say, well, that's why you're wrong because you are in that camp of thinking Mm -hmm. because he, he only looked at the topic as, as, um, a dichotomy as there's these people that believe this and these people believe this and there's no other standing there. You know, there's no other, there's no other group. And so he wanted me to choose the group that he was against. So he could say, you're wrong. And I'm just like, I'm not even going to answer you because my, 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 um, argument proves that I'm not in either camp. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in a different camp because there's more, there's actually a, a lot of different views on this subject, but he doesn't know that because he doesn't know the subject. And so it's just, I'm like, I really like to punch you through the <laughs> computer right now. Ah, but I can't do that yet. So what do you believe? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like saying a whole like hours, like presentation. And then someone in the class goes, uh, what, what, what are you, what are we talking about? And it's just like, did you not just listen to the presentation? Mm -hmm. I've had that before. I'm like, are you kidding? I just taught this class and you're just going to say what? Yeah. People do that. That's actually just disrespectful. It is. Because you're not, you're not taking seriously what's going on. If you're gonna have an argument with somebody, then you gotta listen to the other side. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like the other side, but you have to listen to it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, that's exactly what it is. Is people, um, I think the what people think an argument is is you speak louder than the other person. You know, like that's how you win the argument. And that's in this latest one, that's what I said. 
that so many people are responding to this. I can't keep up with everyone and respond to every single person. And I said, you guys can have your, your victory. You know, I, you guys have silenced me. Good job. Because you just keep bringing things up and you never deal with the actual argument. So you won. It's like, but what did you win? I told him, you didn't change my mind. You know, nothing you've said has changed my mind. And, and one of the things is, personally, I like to argue not to win. That's fun, right? To be like, yeah, I won. But to actually become better as a person. You know, what if, what if I am wrong, right? If I'm wrong on the subject, then I need to be proven wrong. But I'm not going to just, because you say, well, this is what I believe. That's one of the things, actually, I'm, I'm preaching on a series right now um, for the five arguments, or five, four, six, you know, somewhere in there. I haven't decided yet. Um, but the arguments for God's existence. Um, and the first thing I said out of the gate was, Christians are always looked at, or they tend to be looked at, as people that live by blind faith. They just believe, and therefore, no evidence, right? And the Bible actually doesn't say that. It says, actually, you base belief on evidence. And so, that's why we're going through this. But then I get people that are like, well, that's what I believe. And it's like, well, you don't base it on evidence. You base it on a feeling. But feelings change. Evidence doesn't. Right, true evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anything more you want to add or talk about? No, I just <laughs> you done venting. Yeah, I just had to vent that. Oh my gosh, uh, that's been driving me nuts. Um. So let me. Uh, I saw an interesting. Uh, headline and uh so i just want to kind of you walk into a bank okay and let's say you're you've got a really bad cold a jew and a (laughs) (laughs) a jew a catholic and a christian walk into a bar (laughs) uh you walk into a bank right right you have a really bad cold so what do some people do what do you mean like cover your mouth when you cough oh that's one thing but sometimes they'll put on a a little mask mask yeah right so uh, one lady um, did that. She put a mask on, walked into the bank, and the bank called the police on her. They thought she was robbing it? Well, the mask she put on was like black. Was not a medical mask, you know, that some people wear. No, it was like a... Like, like a baklava? Almost, but just cut it in half. So it was just around her face and like lower part of her head. And... It had like teeth on the front. Oh my gosh. And she's like, I don't understand why they called the police on me. And it's like, are, are you serious? Like, that's like me walking in there with, oh you know, gosh. a terrorist mask going, I'd like to d- <laughs> withdraw $1,000, please. <laughs> but I'm just here to do a, a normal transaction. Oh my gosh. I'm just really cold. You know, and I know some banks have a thing where they say, oh, no, you know, take off your hat, take off your glasses, not glasses, but sunglasses. <laughs> some, some actually say, yeah. take off your sunglasses, take off your hat. 
you know. Right. If you have a jacket on, make sure you take off your hoodie, you know, the hood mm-hmm. part. Yeah. And I've been Which to makes a, sense. Yeah. And uh, but no bank's gonna tell you to take off your face mask if you're like sick, your medical mask. Right. <laughs> that was really I, funny though. And she's just like, I don't understand why they called the police. I don't know if she ended up wanting to sue the bank for it. Oh my gosh. But Probably. I'm just like, you're gonna lose. You know, and it's just the same reason. Remember that whole that kid that brought that clock to school and looked like a bomb? Mm-hmm. You know, look, if it looks like it, the school's just being safe. Right. I'm sorry. You have a bunch of stuff connected to an alarm clock with wires sticking out and stuff like that. And we're in an age of terrorism. I'm sorry, but uh, we're going we're gonna to call that in <laughs> just because... I'd rather be safe than sorry. Right. Um, same with this. You might have a mask on with that's black with teeth on the front. You know, you might be the most polite person in the world, but I ain't going to take that chance. Yeah. You know, I just thought that was, uh, I just thought that person was stupid. They are. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, you didn't end up going to the, uh, the gun rally though. No, I didn't. Um, I was actually going to take Jack we were going to go, but some things came up and it was probably the best that I didn't go Mm -hmm. because I had to do a lot of stuff. I ended up doing a lot of stuff and working all day. In fact, we were supposed to play D and D. Because we play D&D, just to let you know, mm. right? Did you continue uh, the story? No, no, no. Oh, okay. So we did a one-off, just a one-shot, and it was pretty good. So uh, Jack made it up, right? And it was very simple. Um, it was uh, we were a- adventurers, right? And it started out with uh, Dakota and myself and then my son Izzy. Right, he he was gonna play it till my wife got home, and then it was his bedtime. Well, then she took over for him. Oh, Mariah did. Yeah, and so um she um so I I had I so I was gonna play against my my self right my mm-hmm. regular character because I like rogue ranger type characters, and so I'm like okay I want to be I'm gonna try like a wizard or something like that you know some something like that. And but I knew Izzy wanted to be a paladin because he just likes to be a knight, you know, type thing. Um, and then I asked Dakota, "What do you want to be?" And he's like, "Oh, like a uh, he wanted to be a wizard sorcerer because that's what he plays, mm-hmm. right?" So I'm like, "Well, I got to round out the team now, right? We need someone that's that roguish character." So I played a rogue, but I played a halfling rogue, and I just stole everything I could. <laughs> like we started out at your house. Like that's where we had to go. You're like the head of the community, uh-huh. and I'm like, as as Dakota's talking to you, I I turn to Jack and I'm like, do I see anything that looks valuable? <laughs> and he's like, so I roll and everything, and he's like, yeah, you can see a vase. I'm like I'm gonna go steal it. <laughs> so I go in, steal the vase, come back out, and I'm just like, what's up, guys? <laughs> You're a halfling. Where are you putting all this stuff at? <laughs> <laughs> no one saw me. I had super high, like, sleight of hand. We were playing level uh, 10. Oh, really? Yeah. 
so that was pretty cool we played level 10 and we got to i got to do so much great i got to uh take 40 gold from my son <laughs> we were playing a game inside the game i stole 40 gold from him this lady we were talking to that was helping us um i stole her wedding ring and i put on a fake one <laughs> nice this is a game people this yeah is this is a game not real life real life i just steal everything <laughs> yeah. <It was> klepto. <laughs> the klepto pastor yeah so yeah so this is really funny because i would just steal stuff <laughs> like randomly take stuff so now playing a rogue like that would you, if you played another campaign um would you play a rogue i, I want to try something different because you like the ranger I do like the Ranger. I've never played a rogue. Mm-hmm. No, like a full rogue. Um, I don't know. I, I want to try a different type. See, because I, I, I played Monk the first time. and I actually mm-hmm. really liked it a lot. Um, but I'm thinking I, I hate spellcasters. Yeah. So, you know, maybe a barbarian. But I like doing that like crazy, like, you know, people think of a barbarian as like, the half orc or human, you know, right. but being like a gnome <laughs> and we, we ran a campaign where everyone was like halflings and gnomes and we had like one dwarf. And so we we're going in this cave and in towns and stuff and just killing goblins and things like that. But it was like a bunch of midgets running around. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, that's what it looked like, you know, just, like the cave is getting swarmed with a bunch of midgets and just all the goblins are getting taken out and stuff. It was just funny. And cause we were sending like, we were doing D and D online. Right. And, uh, and we're sending gifs back and forth of midgets. You know? What'd you just say? Of midgets? No. Before that. Gifs. Oh, don't tell me we're going to do that debate. <laughs> is it gifs or gifs? Gifs. Gifs. That's a J dude. <laughs> Gifs, gifts, what's a gifts? <laughs> Anyways, gif. All right, continue. Same back and forth, gifts. Yeah, <laughs> gifs. We're saying them back and forth, and uh, and everyone's laughing because we're just a bunch of midgets running around in the caves and stuff. Really, the whole party was the only normal one was a the dwarf. You know, it was a little bit, you know, below average. Right, but everyone else is just. Tiny as hell, just running around. Nice. <laughs> but that's what I'd like to be in. Uh, a barbarian gnome would be like a ridiculous like um, race and class together. And that's probably what I would go for. But I don't know. I don't know what other uh, class I like to be. You know, I'm not a big mm. fan of the druids. I'm not a big fan of um, rangers. Unless you have like a, a a compound, not a compound, a composite longbow, right? So um, I, I, there's nothing. There's no other ones that really interest me. Maybe a bard. That would be interesting. Yeah, maybe a bard. I don't know. So you play? You play rogue again? Yeah, I might play a rogue. That might be fun. But yeah, I just, uh, I wanted to play something different. And then like, <laughs> everyone's like, oh, no, we're going to do this. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you piece of junks. I got to do something different then. <laughs> so, but, so I find, I found it fun. 
It was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Jack did a good job. Did he? Yeah. Good for him. Um, you know, a lot of those uh, lower characters, like the wizard and the sorcerer, the rogue, they're really crappy at low levels. And it's right. a lot more fun when you start, you know, leveling them up more. Right. Uh, you have a next topic? No. Oh. Well, guys, cool. thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, I thought you did have one. That's why no, you were asking okay. me. Well, I like to just continue on the D&D topic a little bit. Would you go for another D&D campaign after this? Yeah. In fact, um, Jack is actually interested. In DMing? In DMing it. Oh, really? Yeah. We were talking about um, what he could do. I told him... Um, uh, actually, he had a great idea for a campaign um, for th- for this one shot. Uh, he just didn't have enough time to like implement. But I thought it would have been great. Um, so he was going to have um, Dakota's character actually like uh you you and him you and jack would be asleep right Mm -hmm. and then he would have um my character come in and um you guys be sleeping fine but dakota's character wouldn't and so dakota would go off on this adventure by himself and he would come back and he'd tell us or tell everyone else, yeah, I went on this thing and all this happened. And Jack's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Subline does. <laughs> and so no one would believe that Dakota actually went on this like grand adventure. Just in the middle of the night. Yeah. But I thought, man, that'd be pretty cool. Because one of the things like when we started the campaign in the world I created. Mm-hmm was I like the idea of you guys exploring it and do and making it your own, you know? And so like putting in places and things and backstories to, to other parts and really being able to think about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I like that. And I, I, I told him that would have been really cool to do. Um, but I understand that (laughs) he had, I, I literally told him, that morning, I think it was that I wouldn't be able to go to the the two a um, thing, and that we should just do D and D one off. And I'm like, hey, why don't you do it? <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Well, that's that's great. I mean, if Jack, so is Jack interested in doing DMing then? Yeah. So I told him if he wanted to, because he really likes the the Salt Marshes one. Um, I don't know if you know that one. It's a, uh, it's, it, it recently came out not too long ago. Um, and so I thought, well, that would be cool if he was able to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, he, he'd be interested in it. Oh, good. Uh, I've been thinking of one and but it would it would change the entire setting of and I don't know how you would work on it in D&D um but it would be modern a little bit futuristic so maybe like 20 30 years from now okay and uh kind of like um I want to say special ops but a kind of like FBI 
of the whole party is. Mm. Um, but it's like a cyborg kind of augmented is what you guys are. They're and going against like terrorist groups that are coming out in the United States. Right. Um, that's really affecting the U.S. And, whole, and then it becomes this whole Area 51 Illuminati stuff. I got it from a video game. It's really awesome. But uh, I was like, gosh, that'd be great to like turn that into like a D&D game hmm. where, you know, uh, your AC is based also on the cover that you're behind. Right. And you're using guns and melee weapons, of course, knives, you know, whatever you can grab, you know. But, right. uh, you know, having actual weapons. Right. To carry around. And uh, the specific classes would change from like you know your uh your your wizard or your sorcerer would be more of like your tech guys you know your fighter's more of just like your basic soldier or agent well-rounded you know right. and some of the skills would change to more nowadays stuff so it's not gonna be like magical device but more of maybe like um computers there, and such there's a um, a YouTube channel, you you know the YouTube channel, Puffin, Puffin Forest. Yeah. So he tells a story of a a campaign that they did that was kind of like that futuristic stuff. Mm-hmm. Might find out what that was called, and then just adapt it. Yeah, the, the, I've I've played like zombie ones with mm-hmm. like it's a different. It's not D and D. There was one called All Flesh Must Be Eaten. It was a really fun, yeah. It was a really fun uh, zombie game. Because we were on like a, a cruise ship, and the whole cruise ship became infested with zombies, mm. right? And so we're trying to you can't you can only escape so far right. <laughs> on a cruise ship. So we're trying to get to the uh, the main uh, the bridge, you know, the main the main deck, the captain's quarters kind of area, and we end up taking out the captain. He's a zombie, and uh, <laughs> we're like, all right, we got to roll this. You know, we'll just, we just got to get rid of the body, you know. So we, we roll them off the side of the boat, not realizing there's stairs, like, on the sides of the boat. And mm-hmm. we kept rolling them down the steps. Nice. <laughs> not realizing. It was funny. But, no, it was good campaigns doing that stuff. It's it's very different than just your medieval, um, you know, wizards and sorcerers and stuff like that. So it was a different change of pace. Right. Because sometimes that too much of that can be, like, repetitive. You know, a different change, different setting mm-hmm. is sometimes nice. So, um, so did you find anything interesting? Um, so what are your thoughts? So, you know, a lot of stuff has happened this past week, um, like in news. Um, oh, have you heard of Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog movie? No, I've heard of it. Okay. I'll clarify that right now. I've heard of it. I've heard the, they changed the Sonic look. So he looks a hundred times better than right. what he was. Good job, you know, uh, on the movie crew for listening to your uh, fan base and yeah. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about was the don't tell me they changed them back. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. But no, just the idea of um, a studio listening to a fan base rather than um, going against it, right? Like saying no, no, no this is. The way we want it is I, I was listening to one guy and he was talking about how he doesn't necessarily like 
the fact that we have that much power that the you know that the fan base would have that much power um and at the same time he's like i'm glad it happened right see and and have you now sonic's video game have you ever seen any video game movie besides sonic yeah which other ones well you got detective pikachu um mario brothers (laughs) mortal (laughs) Kombat. okay so you're street fighter you've seen street fighter Fighter. okay those were all poop except for i never i haven't seen detective pikachu okay detective pikachu was pretty good Mm -hmm. um mortal Kombat was okay Based on the games, okay, okay. The first one was Mortal Kombat. No, the was first one was de- no, the first one was decent. Yeah, don't go to Annihilation. That's no. not <laughs> Annihilation's bad. But the Street Fighter's one... just fun. Okay, it was. It's not a good. No, it's fun video game movie, but it's just a fun movie. Video- and so, how was Mario Brothers, Jay? Yeah, that was crap. <laughs> that See, was such it, crap. Like that. That was the worst adaptation. And here's another one: the Resident Evil series. Have you have you ever seen or heard of the Resident Evil series? I have, um, but I. So the the games are beautiful story, um, really in depth. It's really gritty. It's really good, um, and the games really tell a lot. It's a lot of good character development, um, and but when you go transfer to the movies, it's not even Resident Evil. I mean, you have like Umbrella Corp, which is the main bad guy in. Resident Evil, you know, they have like some people that are similar, mm-hmm. but it's crap. It is just crap. And they start making their own story within that that doesn't make any sense to what the games were done. Right. And if I was hoping that that uh, that movie uh, director was like, well, let's go ahead and uh, listen to our fan base. What do they have to say? Because man, oh man, they screwed up that series so bad, yeah. so bad. They weren't even good movies. They weren't even fun to watch. As somebody who likes Resident Evil, and just go, well, as its own, it would be good. No, it was universe, just or... awful, just awful. And I, I, I don't know, man. Like I just, I feel like they need to listen to more of their fan base because their fan base knows what they want, right? And we want it how we either played it, how we've read it and stuff. And we don't want what they think is best because we know what we want. Right. You know, just same as Star Wars. We know what we wanted, right? How? how didn't you want the Great Jedi? Yes, I did. Okay. Wouldn't, wouldn't it have been nice for Disney to go, I wonder what our fan base would like. Right. You know, but no, they're just like, no, no, we know what's best for the viewers. Well, no, you guys don't because you guys jacked it up. <laughs> uh, how do you feel? Do you, do you think they should listen to the fan base? Do you think they, they shouldn't? Do you think they should like a little bit? No, I think I I am of the opinion that they should listen to the fan base. Like if they present something and, and the... F- like okay, so a perfect example of this is the new. Have you seen the new the Batman the Batman teaser that just came out? Oh, with uh, um, Twilight Dude in it. Yeah. No, I haven't. Okay, so this Batman teaser is just the upper half from like the bat symbol up to like not even. I don't even think the ears are in it. 
but it's just that portion and they they show him right and so um from it i don't like it you know i don't like it's not the body part i don't really care for the bat symbol it looks real like i don't mind metallic but it looks like cheap like some people are saying that maybe it's the gun that killed his parents and he like cut it up and made it into, I mean, it looks real like that. Like, like it's put together, you know, rather than the smooth, I like the smoothness of it. Um, but, um, so I look at it and I go, you know, I, I don't, I don't like it. Right. But I don't want them to change it because I don't know how it's going to work in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if they re- if they re- uh, released more of a trailer, yeah, would you? Then I could see. Okay, now I can get more of a feel for what they're going for. It's kind of like the the Joker, right? Mm-hmm. When that came out, when they did the reveal for that, I didn't really like it. But once I saw the trailer, I became okay. Like it's not going to be the way I would perceive Joker, but I'm interested in to see how they do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, and that's one thing I don't understand. Like you don't even have to listen to the fan base. Your, the shows are your script. Like if people looked at the nineties, Batman was Batman, for instance, Mm -hmm. your script is right there. The way the character should be is right there. The way the Joker story should be told is right there. The way his personality, the way he presents himself, his, his look and everything is all right there. Because 90 cartoon was the highlight of Batman. Right. You know, so if, if you want a good equation, if you want a good mixture of, like, to a concoction for Batman, you go back to the 90s cartoon. You look at how did it work there? Mm-hmm. What does his costume look like? How did he present himself? How did he fight? How, you know, that is how you get your story. Right. And the same thing goes with, any kind with your video game movies you look at the video game how does the characters look how does the costumes look how does their story go how's their origin story you know that's i I just wish they would you know read the books watch you know uh the tv shows watch um or listen to whatever to go ahead and say oh that's how it should be instead of putting their own interpretation to it yeah because you're hyping up people for this movie that's going to come out and then it's going to fall flat on its face yeah, but a problem with that though is the fact that if um like the reason why we got the anime series is because people did that. They took various elements from Batman and infused and created a new Batman. You know, so But how how's the streak been so far? Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, The Dark Knight was great. I mean, I understand, like... But that was the Joker. The Joker was what made it good. Yeah. Batman just... I can tell us about Batman. It was the yeah, Joker was, that was the, yeah. the best part of that. Yeah. You know? And I, Bane was cool. I didn't like Bane. No? No. That's buff? Well, I... Yeah, I wanted him to be more imposing, mm-hmm. you know, on, on Batman rather than just... Like, he was imposing, but he wasn't imposing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was... There's... Should have been more. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I liked him a lot better than... Um, 
the Joel Schumacher Batman. I mean, Bane. Mm-hmm. That one just sucked. That was horrible. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, I don't know. It's, so I think there's like a, there has to be a balance, right? Um, I think that they need to listen. I, I think directors need to, they need to marry the two. They need to be able to say, okay, what's my vision? Is it going to be a vision that is going to disrupt the people, right? Um, like, so going back to Star Wars, that episode eight, the his whole thing was to disrupt the, the fan base. Like, that was his intent. And to me, that's where it goes wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it that's that's junk you shouldn't um you shouldn't do that to people you know that that's just crap so so yeah so i but if uh like to me let's take zack snyder um i think that's his name right he did the um um the new he did man of steel batman vs superman like in in man of steel i just rewatched that because we me and me and Marika are actually going through the dc universe movies um so we watched wonder woman and then we watched man of steel and then we're going to go we're one day we're going to watch <laughs> batman vs superman and Man of Steel, I liked. Um, at the end of it, where, spoiler, this is a spoiler, where Superman kills Zod, I didn't like that because it goes against who Superman is, right? It doesn't kill. But at the same time, I don't mind things like that if it, like there's repercussions, you know? So if there's repercussions of this, and I liked how Batman didn't trust Superman. In Batman vs Superman, right? I I like that because, really, okay, this guy can kill people, and not even—I mean, he destroyed a city, right? Fighting. So I mean, who? Batman's the type of guy I wouldn't trust him, mm-hmm. right? And so I like that. Now, what I didn't like getting into Batman vs Superman, I liked everything except. Luther like that interpretation of Luther to me was the problem of the movie like there was other problems of the movie like the Martha scene you know there was other problems but I think with a if you took the the comics accurate Luther right and put him in there a lot of your problems would have gone away because he just Every scene he was in, he kind of just made it weird, you know. And well, that was that was Snyder trying to do something different, when everything else was to me good. You it know? ruined Except, the movie, at least to me. It was like that funky taste at the end of like, oh, this tastes good. Then he hit that aftertaste in a right. drink, and you're like, mm, I don't think I want to take a next sip because 
that aftertaste. Right. I mean, it's good, but man, that's what that movie was like. Oh, here comes Lex Luthor. Oh. Right. You know, I. Well, yeah, and so that's you know that's another thing, right? Was another problem. So well, and then at the end, um, uh, Doomsday, right? I didn't like the the way he looked, the fact that they used Doomsday. Um, I didn't mind them killing Superman. So there's a bunch of spoilers here. Uh, I didn't mind them killing Superman. If in Justice League, he would have been. I think this is what I think they should have done, right? Killed Superman. I would have done it differently. I would have kept Doomsday out of it. Um, well, no. maybe Okay, so this is maybe how I would do it. Um, not killed Superman. Use a different... I would have used Metallo as the main bad guy mm-hmm. in the end. And I would actually have made the guy in the wheelchair be Metallo. Like, um, and then they would have to come together and fight him, right? Um... But then in Justice League, I would have killed him. You kill Superman at at the end of Justice League Part One, right? Um, you could do that. You could uh, you could use Doomsday, right? Instead of um, Dark Side, like Dark Side comes and what he does is he he creates Doomsday, and he's like, and that's what he sends as his instead of that other guy. And Doomsday fights the whole Justice League and kills Superman. And then you have, you know, where where do we go from here type of thing. And, you know, so, I mean, you could do it then if you wanted to kill Superman. Um, and then in the next one, actually have him be resurrected. So you do all your films, right, in between then, like Aquaman, um, you do a flash, you know, you do these other ones in between then and you feel the weight of Superman's death in those films, right? That's why Superman, because one of the things in MCU, people ask, well, why doesn't the Avengers show up and beat these guys down, right? Why do, Why is it that, um, you know, they're not there when they should be, right? Um, in this one, you go, why isn't Superman? Oh, yeah, he's dead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is getting way off topic. <laughs> um, but then in Justice League 2, you have Darkseid resurrects Superman. And now Superman's the bad guy of that film. And now you make it a trilogy, right? This this Justice League trilogy. And once they defeat Superman, now it's Darkseid. And that's where you leave off for Justice League 3 is Dark Side's now coming to Earth. And you could actually fast forward the, um, into the nightmare from Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Into that nightmare. I think it was Batman vs. Superman. Into that nightmare world in Justice League 3. You start us out there and their whole goal is kind of like a Terminator you know, get them, get someone to go back in time and to fix um, the timeline so that Darkseid doesn't win, mm-hmm. you know, and so they can return back <laughs> and, and we find out how Darkseid won, right, or something like that. 
So, but I think it's Snyder because he took, he was doing so good for the most part, but he had to change something that was so drastic that flipped everything on its head. You know, that really brought a problem. And I think that's where, like, that directors have to know. Okay, I can do some things. People are just sitting, walking by the room. So, do, do you think directors should play it more safe, or do you, or do you, do you want them to be a little adventurous with the script? Well, I want them to. Like just just as the cartoon was very popular, it had mm-hmm. a great formula. It worked perfectly. Should they utilize that same thing, or should they go ahead and venture out, change the story, change some characters, take some out, put some new ones in? Well, I think they have to, right? They have to do something because it is a different adaptation, right? <clears throat> but at the same time, they have to. They have. To me, they have to just be more cognizant of what they're doing. Well, how how far should they go then? Well, I think that's that's where it comes down to it, right? Um, they should um, try as best they could, right? And then say like the Sonic movie, right? They put it out there, and if it's just a huge... It's one thing to have, like, perfect example, Michael Keaton, right? Before the days of, um, of what's it called, um, uh, the internet, um, he, <laughs> you know this this thing. Um, before that, when people found out Michael Keaton was going to be Batman, they were just flooded. WB was flooded with um, letters saying no, don't do you know. But Michael Keaton was a, that was a great movie, right? Um, the first, the 89, I think that everyone um, likes 89, the 89 Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was really good. I really liked him. But at the same time then, you know, so they went forward with that because they knew something we didn't, right? But like the Sonic movie, it's it's not the movie, Right, it's the presentation of the main character. So if you got Batman and you put him in a purple suit and you're like, "This is our Batman," that's a problem. You know, if you take Lex Luthor and you're like, "We're gonna DH him and give him red hair and make him more kooky," yeah, scrawny, kooky in this kind of you know mad manic type of you know. Now it's the image. You're messing with the image rather than keeping the person as who they were, as they always were. You know? Mm-hmm. So. All right. Do you want to. What do you got next? Um, I don't know. So, um, do you do you want to move to more to politics? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg, Bloomberg. Oh my God, he's stepping up now to the plate. I guess there was some stuff about him uh, for um, 
tuition, student debt forgiveness. Oh, really? And stuff like that. He's starting to throw that out there now. Join the party, Mayor Bloomberg. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little late on that. Well, you hear um, one guy's like, uh, he's he's trying to unseat um, Joe Biden uh, for the for the most gaffes on the campaign trail because I guess uh, one thing came out about him um, uh, talking about how minorities are the ones that should be frisked because that's where crime comes from. <laughs> he said something like that. Why do you say that? This is years ago. It was a tape that came out. Um, and then, um, what was it? Then they, um, then one just came out about him telling farmers how they can't learn technology, basically calling them stupid. They're just too stupid to know, learn anything else except farming. Even though a lot of farmers like today, especially the ones that are in, you know, do commercial farming, they actually have like degrees, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like they're very smart people. Um, so that was funny. And a lot of people are saying how he's buying the election. He's already spent $400 million of his own money. Really? Yeah. $400 million. That's huge. He's a little late um, in the in the, uh, in the the primary, isn't he? Well, see, that's another thing, right? That... Um, that I mean, are we expecting Hillary Clinton just to come out all of a sudden? Did you, you hear about those rumors that she was going to be his running mate? Are you serious? Yeah, there's rumors that she was that he'll pick her for his running mate as VP. Yeah, at least yeah. she'll never be president, though. Well, you know what was funny is I saw this meme and it's like, um, what was it? Um, get uh. It showed Bloomberg, right? And then it said something like, how long do you really, how long do you think you'll last as as president <laughs> if Hillary's your running mate? <laughs> oh, that is true. She'd probably just take him out. Hey, oh, guys, yeah. I'm the new president. Yeah. Give it about a year, you know, so it doesn't look too suspicious. Right. Oh, he had a heart attack. <laughs> Two bullet wounds in the back of the head. That's a it's weird a, heart attack. It's a heart attack. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that'd be great. I mean, it wouldn't be great, but that'd just be really funny. Um, <laughs> but oh man, what is this? What's up? Uh, so I am, I am trying to um, upload. So on our, on our new podcast name trying to upload an image um, to it and it keeps telling me it's too small so I'll make it bigger it says too big (laughs) I'm like are you serious so that's that's why I'm messing around over here Um, but yeah so but you know what's interesting about that whole situation right Um, so he I guess there's this thing where um, 
you are supposed to show donors like you're supposed to reach a certain donor cap but since he's funding his own um campaign through his own money he doesn't have a donor he doesn't meet the requirement because it's self-funded right but they changed the rules so they're supposed to have a debate i think it's tonight um so that would be i think it's tuesday the 18th it might sometime this week um but he because he doesn't have the donor you know he doesn't meet that threshold he's not supposed to be on the debate stage like you're supposed to get so many donors and so many percentage points right well he barely has enough percent to get him in there but he doesn't have the donors and so they change the rules so that he could get in there that's bs yeah it is who who makes those rules the dnc the Democratic National Convention. And see, this is this is why I don't understand. Like, um, even if you don't, you're like, I don't like um, President Trump. I don't like the Republican Party. You know, even all that. You are okay with someone. Um, you're okay with someone messing, like, changing the rules at the last minute so that someone can you know get in there late to the party it's like who has a lot of money like well don't blame on the dnc it's the russians yeah probably probably <laughs> I, that just amazes me it's crazy it's crazy. <clears throat> Did you hear about the uh, Russians that um, called up Bernie Sanders? I believe it was Bernie Sanders. Imposes Greta Thunderbird. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. And uh, wanted to, like, endorse or, like, you know, his campaign and stuff. <laughs> really? I just think it's funny that they're... They're going after the Democrats, the Russians are, because they are so gullible and so ignorant. Yeah. Oh. That's, my goodness. Uh, what are you working on right now? Uh, that Trying to get the image up. Image of what? You'll see. I love this image. I made it myself. Sort of. Was it for our podcast? Yeah. Okay, look it up. Like <laughs> Did you already did you already Oh yeah. I already put it it's on. It is live right now. I just thought this was really funny. <laughs> Dude, the not so famous podcast is that? Um, it's still under um, <laughs> still under white fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm still saying free candy. Oh really? Yeah. It shouldn't be. It should be a completely different one. Oh, so our cover photo is yeah. Bill and Ted. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's awesome. But our picture still says free candy. Though. I know. I, I'm, I'm going to fix that right now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna. You know, looking at the our like the uh, the thumbnails for our videos. Yeah, we, we look like a pretty good gay couple in the vehicle because like it shows us in the vehicle. And we're just having that like smile at each other, like laughing mid laugh, looking at each other. And I'm like, it's deep into each other's eyes. Yeah. Somebody probably think we're gay. <laughs> I was actually, so for this, um, for this one, um, I was actually going to, uh, find a, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Um, Achilles. And I forget his, his, um, male servant. I'm going to be like, I'm going to put this in there. I'd be like, what is that? It's nice. just a gay couple. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <but> yeah. <laughs> so but I gotta watch myself because apparently I allow people to be. Did you read that part of the argument? No. Oh, you, you told me about it, right? I yeah, I told you about it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, which that well, that changes the argument now from like to a personal attack. Yeah, it was straight up a personal attack. Um, actually I have proof that he was not on my team, by the way, I found, Oh, you found it. I found that the first year I was a coach. Really? I have a picture in there. And so, yeah, so I fully, um, am vindicated. <laughs> so, um, there you go. I changed the, the cover photo. Well, the icon. I changed the icon. Is it something else now? Or is it the same one? No, it's different. Well, no, I got... Um, I'll, what I'll do... Okay, this is what I'll do. Okay, you know how it's Bill and Ted? Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll find pictures of us, and I'll cut out our faces, and I'll put it on Bill and Ted. Nice. Who do you want to be, Bill or Ted? I don't know. Who who do you want to be? I don't care. <laughs> Just put them on there. So, um, you know, it was really funny. I don't know if this guy's going to um, listen to any of our podcasts again, but um, my mom actually, like, tries to get people to listen to our podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, she, um, she, I don't know how she got, um, connected with this uh youth pastor but um we talked and she was like hey you gotta listen to his podcast and so he asked me about it i'm like it's nothing it's just me and my buddy just, just being dumb <laughs> just, just bsing in the mics yeah that's all we're doing but there you go so you know we have 20 subscribers really yeah heck yeah 80 yeah. more guys come on let's get to 100 yeah let's get to that goal but um, yeah. So I think the most views we've ever had is like thirteen. <laughs> it keeps going up, man. No, it doesn't. Our last podcast got one. <laughs> hey, 
Things happen, man. You have those good days and bad days. It's all right. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Oh. Um, we have no copyright strikes. That's good. That's good. But, um, yeah, I just thought that was really, really funny. Yeah. Oh, no. Our highest one was 15. Wow. That was actually one about guns. Really? Yeah. Should oh, no, 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 no. Our, what is this? Oh, the abortion one. We have we talked with Jasmine. That got 18. Should we do more conversations on more of like the big political or big spiritual topics? No. We can. Like the big controversial debate topics, you know, guns, free tuition, health care. Sure. Immigration. And, uh, you know, topics about Jesus, God's existence, um, end times, you know, all these things, uh, you know, um, homosexuality, the Bible, you know, hit hit those topics that nobody really likes to discuss. (laughs) You know what? What's interesting is, um, um, I'm actually doing that with the, the teens, on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And I had one person tell me afterwards that they, um, um, that I, that it's too deep for them. <laughs> for like, the, the homosexual one? No, no. Or so homosexuality we or is no, it? we didn't cover that. We, we covered abortion. And we went, um, so the way we, way I'm structuring these, um, topics is one week is talking about, is just exploring the topic, right? Mm -hmm. Just exploring it. So I don't, so my job in the discussion is to be the moderator, right? Is just to ask questions, um, and try to get to different ideas on the topic. And then the second week. I give kind of the biblical idea behind it. And so, yeah. So, but yeah, I, one person's like, yeah, it was too much for, for someone. They, they was like, why, why would we be talking about this in church? Yeah. I'm like, this, cause this, we do. <laughs> those are the things that I don't understand. It's, it's like that one person that came in that church that day and was talking about how you need to, be talking about Jesus' love. Right. You know, and it's like, well, of course, but there's other, there's other things to discuss. There's big events that are going on that's affecting Christianity today. Mm-hmm. That's affecting a lot of things, and there, there's other topics to discuss. Do you, Am I right or am I wrong? Well, yeah, I mean, I think one of the problems I... I so one of the problems I have with Christianity is not so much today because I think we're actually moving in that direction. But for years, we got into this, and I think it was a cultural thing more than just a Christian thing. Because throughout history, like if you actually look through history, Christians have always been on on the cutting edge of topics, you know, whatever the topic is. Um but 
it's like it came to a point where in society we decided, no, 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 no more talking about religion, right? And that's actually a, a saying. People are like, the two things you don't talk about, politics and religion, right? Well, look where that's got us. You know, we don't have actual conversations um, where we're able to present our ideas and have someone disagree with us and yet still be, um, um, what's it called? Uh, okay with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel better, you know, I remember going through, you know, Sunday, your Sunday school classes way back when, mm-hmm. back in the old day. Back back in the day. When we both had hair. Yeah, we both had hair. You have hair? Don't say that. <laughs> I have no hair. <laughs> Man, that's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning about other religions, learning about um, topics like abortion and things like that, and what does the Bible say about it? Because one thing is, is our politics, TV, it's really affecting teenagers minds about these topics Mm -hmm. and when you come to church they should be aware of what the bible teaches about that right you know because we're getting those churches that are happening around the u.s right now it's saying gay's okay it's Mm -hmm. okay to be gay it's like no no it's not like for the christian belief gay is not okay right and this is where it's at and i like that besides just going you know, I'm not saying it's bad, you know, but it's nice to go and do that different change than just going back in the Old Testament and learning things and going in the New Testament learning things. It's debunking what the politics and what the secular TV is saying about things to help the youth out today on, you know, what's, what's you know, the godly way. Right. And I, I appreciate that back then. Well, I'm glad. Not everyone does. Not everyone does. But yeah, I think that I think it's necessary for us to be able to um, to actually think through topics. And you know what's interesting, and I might get in trouble. Well, I won't get in trouble because not anyone's listening. Um, but um, see, I'm when it comes to politics, I'm actually very libertarian when it comes to my politics mm-hmm. um, because. Even though I think that, and I really believe this, that the United States is founded on Christian, you know, they say Judeo-Christian values and um, our legal system came from the Bible. Um, We have more in common with the Bible than we do with Greek um, democracy, you know. Um, Even though I think all that, and there's actually a, a founding father, I never remember the guy's name, but I love his quote. Um, he said that the the nation that we're creating um, is a Christian nation. It's only for a Christian nation. If we ever walk away from those um, that understanding, then our nation will fall. Um, and so I so I really believe that in order for our republic to work correctly, it has to be based in Christian values. But since we decided as a nation, right, that we're not going to be that, we're moving away and we're quickly moving away. We're, 
Um, one person said we're a, uh, in the West here. We are a post-Christian nation, which there is some some truth to that, you know. And so, if we're going to live in a secular society, then there really is no um, logical. I, at least I haven't pre- been been presented with it. A logical. Um, argument against homosexual marriage, right? If we're going to live in a secular society. Now, if we're going to live the way we were founded as a Judeo-Christian society, then yeah, you can make a case against homosexuality, uh, homosexual marriage and accepting it, right? Mm. But in a secular society, I don't see how you can. But the problem with that is as soon as you do that, you make that case, you have to open up to every you know, polygamy, you have to open it up because the same case for polygamy, I mean, the same case, yeah, the same case for polygamy is the case that was made for homosexuality. And so you can't, you can't stop that, you know, and be consistent, right? And that's, that's one of the problems I run into with arguments. That's one of the things that gets lobbed against Christians is um, people say, well, you're not, you're not supposed to judge, right? And in that argument I had, I actually made a case within the argument that no, 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 that's not what the Bible says, right? The Bible says judgment actually starts with you personally. Like you have to judge yourself. That's the first step. And then as long as you're not doing that thing, you can judge other situations that deal with those topics. And then, um, so you can do those things, right? So I made that case that that's not, you know, the Bible doesn't say no judgment, but rather judgment starts here. And it also says, be prepared. The same standard of judgment you use for yourself is going to, you know, or use for others is going to be, God's going to use that on you. So that's why you start with yourself, right? And so, but people are saying, you know, we're not, we're not supposed to judge you know, how dare you to judge? And then, but by doing that, you're actually judging. You're being a hypocrite, you know, and, and people don't realize that, you know? So if you start down this path of saying, rejecting certain things, well, you open the door to other things. And to me, if we open that door, okay, if we're going to do this, then we really have to take serious the implications and polygamy is one of them, you know? And in fact, um, one of the things that was missed in the argument was I brought up pedophilia and I didn't bring it up comparing homosexuality and pedophilia. What I did was I was saying the argument made that the argument, the people were making in that, in that, in that thread Mm -hmm was the same argument that uh, the pedophile um, group is making. It's the same exact argument. So I'm saying your argument's not good, right? Because everyone, this is what I love. Everyone agrees that's bad, but we're going to use the same argument to prove our point. Mm-hmm. And they're using that exact same argument. So what's the... If do, the do they say love is love? Yeah. So... I. I had a, a person say that too. They're like, 
you know, I don't know why you're against gays. Love is love. And I said, okay, well, what about pedophilias? They're like, what? I go, love is love. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, that's awful. And I'm like, but love is love. Right. I'm like, you can't have that argument. You got to have a better argument than that because if the pedophilias, ped- pedophiles are going to be using that mm-hmm. as an argument, you got to change your argument now. Right. Because you can't have them use that argument. Right. Because now they're going to be on the same level as you. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, well, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And yeah. I'm just like, I guess love isn't love then. Right. And then, you know what? They're like, you can, to me, you can make, I think there are non-religious arguments for homosexuality. Like, because um, once you get rid of religion, the religion aspect of it, then there's, it's open game at that point. And so I think that if you get rid of religion, then yeah, you you can make an argument for homosexuality, but you open yourself up to the argument for pedophilia, for polygamy, you know, for bestiality, you know, for these things, um, because you know I've had talks with people and going down this road, of, you know, and talking about bestiality and be like, is it okay? You know, love is love, right? Because this is the, that's, that tends to be the argument in mm. the end. Um, and so if that is, animals show affection, right? They lick your face and, you know, and they sniff your crotch. My dog, I walk in one day and he starts sniffing my crotch. I'm like, what the, what, I smack his nose. And I'm like, knock it off, dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not on that level with you. You go sniff the other dog's butt. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not like that. You know, but they're, they, they don't have the concept of that type of thing, right? Um, and so for someone to say, well, that's wrong. Well, why? Right? Because you don't, you don't have a standard now by which to say something is wrong. And that's really where it goes into it. We start getting into morality, the argument of what is moral. Um because without without religion um and i would say without judeo christian religion you don't have a more a moral compass you know um because even even if we want to get into other religions yeah we all have a basic sense of morality but passion right um this idea of being passionate about something um, there, there's, um, in Buddhism, this idea that desire is actually bad. You want to get rid of desire, right? Well, that's not a Christian value. You know, passion is not, or the rejection of passion isn't a Christian value. The placement, the correct placement of passion is a Christian value, right? So if we want to get into like the, the different words for love, right? So eros, the sexual love. Uh, eros love to be in um, marriage, right? That passion isn't bad as long as it's within the confines that God created for it. But once you get rid of that stuff, then it's whatever, right? And that eros passion why wouldn't why why does it have to stop with men and men or women with women right 
Um, why can't it? Because, and this is what I say to, to the teenagers when we have this discussion. What's the difference between a 17 and an 18 year old? Well, it's not that much, right? And a 16 and 18 year old, there's not that much. It's not until you get to about 14, 14, 15, that there's actually, you start seeing a difference. But what about men and women? Men tend to mature slower than women. That's why we always, you know, um, a perfect example of this is if you're older, right? Men are going to be looking for younger women. Like 30 year olds look for younger women. Um, and usually high school girls, they tend to look for that older guy, right? Their friend's older brother, right? Um, because they're more mature. They're maturing at a faster rate than men are. And it's not until we get to our late twenties that men and women's maturity rate starts to even out. So why, why would it be bad for say a 15 year old and a 19 year old, you know, because as far as their maturity level, they might be on the same maturity level. So where, where does it stop? You know, and I think that's what happens when you, you get rid of the, the religious aspect to it that becomes this love is love type of thing, mm -hmm. you know, and that becomes your, your argument. The argument, if you take it to its logical conclusions, falls apart because then you start, well, no, that's not okay. Well, that, that's, well, now you're making a moral judgment when you've already got rid of your morality. You can't have it both ways, right? And so that's one of the big problems. Now I've spoken for like twenty minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you just you oh, you open up that floodgate, and then you know you might just open it just a little bit, but you know slowly but surely everything's going to pour out. Mm -hmm. And right now it's homosexuality. Next, it's probably going to be bestiality. Then, well, we uh, have the trans. Oh, we have the, the trans movement. Yeah. So it was first it was homosexuality, movement. then trans, and then it's probably going to be uh, polygamy, mm -hmm. uh, and then probably it's going to be bestiality, and then. Uh, Pedophiles, pedophilia. But we're, we have all of it right now. Um, you have people that are being married to their <clears throat> their dogs and married to you know animals. You know, we even have the uh, what is it? The uh, pedophilia is trying to fight to put the P in LGBTQ. Yeah. Z W X exclamation mark exclamation mark. Yeah, because uh, question mark the um the link. So if I can find this link again, I don't know if I'll be able to. But um, this link, as far as pedophilia is concerned, and what's really interesting, so um, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to, oh, here it is. Um, so, do, 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 right here. So this, so I, I linked into my um, conversation uh, to this, this thing from lifesitenews.com uh, and it says ted tedx so you know those ted talks mm -hmm. ted tedx speaker this is what they say pedophilia is an unchangeable sexual orientation okay that's a that's a huge thing to say right that it is um and then she goes on to say why our perception of pedophilia has to change 
Are you serious? Yeah. Like this is this was a TED talk. Um she says pedophilia is unchangeable sexual orientation just like heterosexuality. Wow, so they're putting themselves against Wow. Yeah. So um um see and so but see this is what so okay so now that okay so you started on this and says that she um she wants to differentiate between sexual attraction to children as being normal um but having sex with children as not she wants to make that distinction but why i mean i okay that might sound weird but I'm not saying that why, you know, why not? But what I'm saying is once, once you open that flood, right? Once you open that gate to, yeah, it's just a normal thing to be attracted to these children. Why would that be a problem to going to sexualizing a child? You know, well, if it's normal to feel that way, why isn't it normal to actually do it? Mm-hmm. Right. And we're actually seeing, well, we're seeing a lot of that right now with like, uh, those little boys being dressed up in drag right and being in front of a bunch of uh naked dudes mhm and it's just like are you, are you serious like this is this is what the US is becoming this is what the world's turning into right now we are allowing pedophilia yeah and and it's becoming acceptable there was a um a person actually on um I just remember listening to the um Yeah, they uh just what was it? Um it was a drag queen and they came out against having these um having these um what are they called? Um, oh, the reading with drag queens at these libraries that they've been having um, across the nation. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And this this drag queen actually came out against it because um, he was saying that, yeah, it drag, drag queen stuff is meant to be sexual. Like, that is the purpose of it. And so he's like, this is not okay to be bringing these children into making it okay to be around drag queens. He's like, it's sexual by nature. Like, that's what it's for, is to be sexual. And so I find that interesting that... Even people in their community is like, no, what are you right. doing? This isn't okay. It's like it's like having a porn star going, you know, it's okay. It's like, no, 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 that, That's like adult content. Right. But and I think that's one of the things is we moved from something that was taboo, right? So pornography was taboo. In fact, there was a, a case back in the 1800s where a gentleman had invited young men over to his house, right? And these are underage, invited them over to his house, and he showed them pictures, paintings of nudity. Okay, he was charged for like sexual abuse because of that. Because 
in our society at that time, pornography was taboo. You don't, you know, um, but then it became okay. 1940s, 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, we got Playboy and everything and it became okay. And as soon as we allowed it to be okay, then everything started changing, right? Sexuality became, you know, wherever at that point. So, you know. So how long do you think it'll take for pedophilia becomes legalized? You know, I don't know. Or I shouldn't say legalized, accepted. Um, well, you know what? So... Because what I, what I feel like is there's going to be a court case and LGBTQ is going to be up in arms about it. Like, love is love. You know, that man had every right to go ahead and do what he had to do or wanted to do. And it's like, are what? Like, 10 years ago, that wouldn't have flown. Right. But it's like, that's okay? Well, you know what's interesting is if you go back to the, the LGBT, the original um, gay movement, there was... Um, pedophiles like that's when Nambla started uh, no, you know what the North America boy man love or something like that Nambla that was a thing that is a thing oh it, it is still it is a thing yeah oh my gosh and I can't remember when it started um, but in the 90s when gay rights was really flourishing right coming into its own um that they had Nambla speakers at these gay rallies. And so for years, the two have been intimately connected. Um, it wasn't until recently, not recently, but in the early 2000s where they started splitting. But they there's still that, that link there. Um, and what I find really interesting, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say something, and I don't mean, um, everyone right but they're look at george takei right he is um sulu from the original star trek oh my yeah that guy um he uh was asked you know what was your who was your first sexual encounter and it was an older boy that was his counselor um and he was at a camp and it and there's this there's this thing about older um, men coming after younger boys, you know, within homosexuality. And so my, I have a theory on that whole thing, but, um, uh, there's another guy, um, Milo Yiannopoulos. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big advocate. Uh, he's a conservative. conservative. Yeah. He's a conservative, yeah. but he's very flamboyant, very mm-hmm. flamboyant gay. But he talks about how his first sexual encounter was, um, an older man. And so there's a lot of that that I find within the gay community, within the men gay community. Um, it's different within the, um, well, it's not, it's actually not very different within the lesbian community that there were, um, a lot of lesbians that were sexually abused by older men, you know? And I think, so I think there's a lot of sexual abuse there. Um, in fact, if you go through your, your very prominent gay people, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, George Decay, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, um, Milo Yiannopoulos, you know, you just start going through it. 
the ones that have talked about their um, early sexual experiences have all been from an older person and them being a, a child, you know, prepubescent, right in the middle of um, puberty. And to me, it's like there is a there is a an aspect of this pedophilia that and I'm not saying like I'm not saying that you become gay and now you're a pedophile. That's not what I'm saying. Um, because you don't have to abuse as you were abused. Right. But there's an aspect of being abused that goes into this, um, into homosexuality. And so I find it interesting because I would like to, you know, talk more with, because when I have talked with homosexuals and we actually get down to brass tacks and there's not this animosity talking about these subjects, um, I've yet to find one to talk with one that has not been sexually abused um, when they were younger or have not been deeply hurt by a, a father figure. One of those two is what I've seen. They come from a divorced home. Um, they were abused either sexually or mentally or physically by a father figure. Um, and so they, they, you know, so that's, that's just a theory, but, but I think there is a, an aspect to this. Interesting. Maybe we can, uh, discuss that at a later podcast. Yeah. That'd be something cool to actually kind of dwell, dwell down deeper. Dwell, dwell, dwell. dwell. Well, delve. Delve. I said dwell. I said dwell. We dwelled it. <laughs> we dwelled. This is dwell. Delve. Delve. This is so dwell. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, which I found two words. Not to get too far off, but I found two words I can't say together because I say one fine, but then it makes me mess up the other word. I'm not gonna say it because it's, it's weird. Oh yeah. But uh, I have a real hard time with the word coincidence. You said it just fine. I know. You but, can't uh, say you have a hard time and then just say no, it. No, no, But, like, I'll be reading something. Like, especially when I'm reading something out loud, like I'm reading a quote, quote I go, quit incidents. But, but I can say it, but not when I'm reading it. You know, and like a quote. Is there, I, I have a hard time saying. Um, Happenstance. That's what I say. Imminent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, cause I, like, I say, like, in, like, I, I really butchered it up. I see. I can't say it now because I'm thinking too much about it. But uh, yeah, it's about to be intimate here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like wait, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not that kind of. Uh, I mean, imminent. Yeah. <laughs> the train is intimate. <laughs> That's <laughs> what kind of train is that? <laughs> yeah, right. Hugh <laughs> Hefner's on that train. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird train. Oh, but I, I like to to delve deeper <laughs> into those topics and uh, discuss more. Um, I think that'd be something that I like to probably do in future podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I don't know. Those are, those are big topics and um, we're, we're fighting it today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, we see a lot of them uh, riots. We've seen uh, rallies happening about that. Affecting our school system, mm-hmm. our um, people who have kids, you know. So, 
Well, you know, and I want to say this, um, like one of the, in, in that discussion I was having, right. Uh, in that thread, um, one person said I was being negative, you know, just attacking people. And this whole thing to me is not about attacking people or, you know, um, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean like I hate you. Um, but rather when we're, when we can't have these conversations, that's the problem. If I can't disagree with you, then that's a problem, right? So uh, Voltaire, the philosopher Voltaire, um, he is quoted as, I don't think, from what I understand, he didn't actually say this, but he, it kind of fits his demeanor. Uh, he's quoted as, um, I disagree with you, but I'll fight for your right to be, to say it. Right. And I think that is what we need to, to be able to do with each other's disagree with each other and fight for our right to disagree with each other. Um, with, and still be able to have a conversation, mm -hmm. you know, so. Well, it's just like, uh, my old roommate in college, he was very gay. <laughs> Actually, I had a lot of roommates that were gay and they knew my political view. They knew I was a Christian and stuff like that, but we got along just fine. You know, I didn't, we, we actually, we sat down my actually last two, my last roommate in college, um, there was, uh, three of us, four of us. So me and three other guys, two of them were actually, they were dating <laughs> each other. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but we sat at the table and I made dinner and stuff and we sat there, I drank some coffee, you know, we just sat there for a while and we actually discussed homosexuality and transgenderism. And it was an, it wasn't like I'm attacking you and they weren't attacking my belief, but they were more of I'm questioning, they're questioning and we're in this really good debate and it was a great talk and we left just kind of like this was a good talk mm -hmm. this was a it was a good discussion and i got to learn how you know their thought process and what's going through their minds with things and they got to learn what an actual polite christian you know like right. a, a christian who's just not like a you know those you know you're gonna hell kind of thing which you are sorry you guys are but you know but one that's not but like so is everyone else that doesn't accept jesus so there you go right but the, the christian that's not rude to them right you know because i like i told them before i'm like i'm not going to support your politics i'm not going to vote for your guys's right to gay marriage i don't agree with it but you know what you're a good guy i'm still going to love you as as uh, like just as jesus did mm -hmm. you know and i'm still going to treat you with respect Right. You know, and here I just made you a grilled cheese just now. Like, you know, it's we, a straight girl cheese. Though. <laughs> yeah, it's a straight one. It's not gay. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, like we, we saw totally opposite with things. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, I'm still going to respect you as a human. Right. You know, and because of that and even he felt the same way, we were able to actually sit down and have a really deep discussion about homosexuality. Right. And it was uh, it was nice. It's great. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I name dropped you too in my argument. Just to let you know. I didn't tag you in it, but I just name dropped you. <laughs> really? Yeah. I can tell you off this what yeah. what I did. 
so um, well yeah. anything else man no that's all good all right well that'll be it for today for the podcast guys um thank you so much for the not so famous the not so famous podcast um but hey help us to become famous and to do that we're gonna need more subscribers so if you guys like the podcast hit the subscribe button if you guys want to be notified of other videos we go ahead and post um hit the bell you guys be notified when we go ahead and upload a new video yep and uh yeah that'll be it guys so um I guess we'll see you guys in the next podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah,